We like to thank. We like to thank the turtle people for the land we meet on today. Welcome back, Couchies, to episode 55 of the Couch Commentator, The Mighty Green and Gold. That's right. We're talking about Australia, the men's and women's Australia's team. Kicked it out of the park, winning the Rugby League World Cup. I'm Jake Thomas, and I'm here with co-host Greg Geese. What up, Greg? What up, Jake? I'm excited. The Mighty Green and Gold flew the flag high this week. Oh, they surely did. They pretty much outclassed their opposition. Uh, right. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just just class from uh, from both uh, the men's and the women's team. Yeah, and uh, yeah, looking forward to getting into the chat with you, mate, because we haven't really spoken about it. We've both watched no, it. No, we separately. really haven't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. and we've not really spoken a word to each no, other about it. Not even in our pre-chat. Fresh for everyone. Definitely. Well, everyone's looking forward to some raw and fresh chat from us, I'm sure. Uh, of course, we're going to uh, address our lovely Broncos that are staying loyal to us. Yes. Uh, thank you, boys. And they I'm had a very special... Back in town. That's right, buddy. And um, I had a very special guest visit, Broncos HQ. More on that. Other sports is going to feature FIFA World Cup pretty heavily. It's going on. It just started. Just started. Go on. It's going down. We'll speak about it. And, of course, distractions. We'll top off our show. We've got, uh, unfortunately, horrible news that the amazing Jason David Frank, Tommy Oliver from Power Rangers, has passed away, Greg. Oh, that's right. You told me this. This is really sad. So it's so sad. I love the man. Power Rangers. I like, you know, I always mention Power Rangers, right? I'm always doing it. it. (laughs) So a bit of a spotlight on... um, on Power Rangers, perhaps the movie. I rewatched it, so just to keep it light, I'll, I'll talk about how 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 horrible it is. <laughs> Horribly awesome. Let's get into this episode of the Mighty Green and Gold. Greg, let's talk about something a little bit different. First up, the women's. Rugby League World Cup champion squad. Incredible, weren't they? Yeah, let's give them their dues. They are just way too classy. The international scene is not for the females at the moment. The competition is just not there, unfortunately. That World Cup certainly showed it. Australia is way too good. You read down the page, Jake, at the the players that just put tries over, you know, Jess Sergis. I've been talking about her for ages she is such a weapon in the centers. She is just like having, you know, a, a Latrell Mitchell, a, a Greg Inglis out there. She's so strong. Uh, Isabel Kelly, Julia Robinson, you know, really great mm-hmm. players in their own right. And then you've still got Emma Tonegato. There's uh, Ali Brigginshaw. You know, there's so many names. You genuinely can just like roll off so many players in that team as starting to be well-known household mm. names. Unfortunately, you can't really say the same about the Kiwis. There's not as much quality there, and they're going to be the next closest because the yeah. rest of the nations aren't going to be anywhere near uh, in terms of women's rugby league because it's just starting out. But it's um it's good to see that kind of entertaining rugby league. They certainly put on a, a great spectacle, but um, it wasn't much of a competition. 
not really. Uh, unfortunately, like you were saying, Greg, the women's New Zealand team uh, certainly were second best. Uh, they've been great through the comp, but nowhere near as good as Aussies. No, but we maybe need to see more of like a tri-nations to begin with and build up England, mm. New Zealand, Australia, so that they can start to to take off that international side for the women because um, you can see what New South Wales and Queensland has become with State of Origin, you know. Those games are epic, and they need to become three. I think they're going to two next year, so that's mm. exciting for them. But again, like, mate, we're at two. Let's just throw one more on there. I think there's enough interest. I Throw kn- another shrimp on the barbie, Greg. <laughs> I think that may, it could be an issue with the, you know, enterprise bargaining agreement and the girls would ask for more money then because mm. it's a, a larger commitment. But I am looking forward to watching that next year. I want to see more of the high quality stuff, you know, and, and when we get the very best play that have been given the opportunity, that's when you're going to get some really good spectacles. Mm. Looking forward to the game developing. That's for sure. Just looking back on what did transpire during the, uh, the women's, um, you know, roster, uh, they did actually Australia and New Zealand did, um, did versus each other and it was a really close game. It was like 10-8. So New Zealand probably going into the final thinking, you know, they had a real shot, but it just just blew out, which was unfortunate. Yeah, just too too much class. But, you know, like I said, give them more opportunity and you never never know what you'll see. And it's the same story with the guys, right? You were saying it last week and I agree absolutely and I'm sure some listeners do too that, you know, I want to see these lower tier nations battle off and we want to see the high tier nations battle off. Speaking of the girls game, I've got my little girl beside me desperate to say hello. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Perfect timing, I think. <laughs> hello, Jakey. Hi, Kenny. You're talking to the You're whole right? world. Say hi, world. Hi, world. <laughs> oh, nicely done. Look, probably only 12 people, but... Um, you know, eventually anyone could come back and listen to this. So yeah, potentially infinite people. (laughs) Intentionally infinite. Okay. All right. Uh, I think that about (laughs) wraps up the women's game. Wrap it up. All right, Greg, let's uh, raw dog this uh, rugby league world cup final. (laughs) We we haven't (laughs) spoken about it yet, but. Obviously, Australia won 30 to 10 against Samoa. Well done. Well done, Samoa. Um, um, but, of course, we had a good feeling that the uh, Australian team were going to win. Yeah, I did. And it was for a few reasons. I, I truly just believe we were super classy across the paddock, you know, having seven classy. club captains in an Australian mm. setup. I have to say that's pretty close to unprecedented to have that many um captains Very in nice. positions you know in the australian side so super classy side uh samoa weren't at their strongest you know they, they certainly did have a few injuries throughout the course of the tournament and even yeah. there in the big match itself they they lost um their hooker or who they're playing at hooker in chanel tavita harris so they had their fair share of injuries and really competed well. But yeah, we were just way mm. too classy. 
It was um, not without its controversy, Greg. Yeah, that's what I alluded to. Obviously, Chanel Tavita Harris going off uh, for mm-hmm. an elbow to the face. Yeah, off the play. They, was, yeah. they weren't even playing football. <laughs> it, it was pretty innocuous. He definitely mm. will regret that he raised his elbow like that, but I don't see it anything other than an accident. He truly picked the ball up and, you know, in a, a tough sport, you throw around your body and he just threw it at his arm and it just collected him right in the chin. He's yeah, he's not wrong. Lost his chin. He, he had nothing there. He was tapped and he was out. Yeah, I, I I think you're right. I careless though. An accident. Super careless. Yeah. Very careless. careless. And when you've got these gigantic arms and uh one of the backs is coming to you. Well you, you think just it was put, a yeah, send off? You do just put your body out. Yeah. Uh at uh, you know what? I actually do. At that level, yeah. uh in a green a final, yeah. I do think it's a send off. Yes. Oh, he the guy didn't get to come back on. And this leads to my argument, who I've said on this podcast before. I just think we should have them go off in and serve whatever period it is. If it needs to be a send off, so be it. You know, they're obviously not coming back on at all. But mm. if it's only a 10 minute simbin, then send him off for 10 minutes. But that person cannot come back on if the other player doesn't yeah. come back on, you know. and. Uh, at least, yeah, sure, there's 13 on 13, so you're not going to mm-hmm. be that disadvantaged. But Angus Crichton should not have been able to play the rest of that match because the guy that he fouled couldn't. Mm. So I'm fine with that person being replaced after that 10 minutes, but I don't see why they should get to play, particularly if it's foul play. Yeah. Foul play? Well, was it foul play? You were saying it was... It was regardless of foul play. I think it was an accident, but regardless, it's Mm. foul play. Like he still raised his arm. So whether it was an accident or not, it's still foul play. Yeah, he didn't really need to do that, did he? He could have just let his body bounce into him. He probably would have fallen over from that. Yeah, he probably would have. He's a much bigger bloke than (laughs) (laughs) and it would have just been a bit of fire, like oh (laughs) instead, yeah, he went off and um Sinvind for 10 minutes. He obviously we were down uh players then, but we did manage to you um, couldn't tell. <laughs> you couldn't tell. Uh moments later, minutes later, we score. Cameron Murray scores. Next minute, Cameron Murray scores within that 10 minute stin bidding when we're yep. down a player. I believe that's the moment that Samoa lost lost the game. If it was you know, like yeah. back broken then, you yeah. Know. You can argue that they found some fight when um, Brian Toto scored and then Stephen Crichton as well. So, yes, they did look like they were still in the fight late. But for me, Mm. I agree with you, Jake. I think as soon as Cam Murray went over, uh, when they had an extra man, their game was over. You know, we'd shown that we were going to be way too good and we'd given ourselves a good enough lead that we were always going to win. Yeah. We set ourselves up with a good lead. And in the second half, a, a man down, rightfully so, we um, we come up with a try. And, yeah, I think that was the, the match-defining moment. As I just said, Australia just re- um, replied to that challenge 
and then just turned it up. But they were already pretty much turned up to the max from the very first try. The players, you know, like <laughs> James Tedesco, the back line mm. itself reads James Tedesco, Latrell Mitchell, Val Holmes, arguably the form back of the competition this year, you know. Um, uh, Josh Adokar, who just cannot stop try scoring. Like <laughs> the amount of tries that he got in that. Well, he didn't World score Cup. this this game, but he, he set one know, up. That would be more than a one. A lot of people's multis. I had him for first yeah. try score. I was hoping Latrell Mitchell would just bump someone off and hand it off to him, which he almost did. But he did bump someone off, and he went over himself. <laughs> he's so tough. I really, I rate him, and he's had a great. He was year. in a mood. This is yeah. It, this is a great way for Trell to cap off his year. It was yeah. a superb year for him, showing what he can do even when he's under the pump, you know, there was pr mm. pressure on him from the very beginning. Everyone kept saying that South were done and he couldn't True. even get back on the paddock. You know, he had those hamstring issues. They're saying he's too big. You know, there's no way he's going to, his body's going to be able to manage. Not only does he come back, but he comes back with a vengeance. You know, it was mm. Bruce Willis taking everyone down around him. The amount of <laughs> um, games that he won by himself for the back half of that year, and then, you know, in the in the big games, he stood up as well. That was a really great game from Trell the other night. Yeah, just definitely proving himself uh, the first class player he is. He obviously had, a, yeah, a lot to come back from, like you said. Plenty of injuries and, um, you know, ups and downs. But, yeah. Happy now. He back. Yeah. He was, and he was super fired up at Okara and himself uh, got right into each other. Yeah. <laughs> got got nose that. to nose. I love well, it. got nose to nose. You know, I love watching that. Well. My Samoa. Samoa yeah. Team. I love all Everyone, that stuff. Lots of nose to nose. Yeah. It's, it's really, <laughs> it's um so heartwarming. I really love seeing that stuff. It For me, yeah, that, what yeah. sport is all about, you know, embracing your fellow <laughs> man, um, brothers and family. You know, I will coin this um phrase i heard from funnily enough no none other than jerome luai i heard him mm. say the other day after a, a match because i asked him about coming up against him. his mates no incorrect <laughs> he's trying to say it just Cleary. slightly and uh, no i'm not letting you get away with it he said that um uh we i don't have any friends when I, I cross that white line i have enemies and i have brothers and i really Loved that. I was like, wow, yeah. <laughs> that's a great thing to say. You know, I got family, the people beside me, and then I got enemies. Yeah. And that's how it should be in sport. And then at the end of the day, we mm. cross over the white line again and everything's sweet because it was just a game in the end. And as long as it's played in that spirit, uh, I do think he crosses that line. And I think he's a bit of a dick <laughs> on the other side of it sometimes. <laughs> so, yeah, so like saying line. he's hypocritical. Yeah, good line, but you don't actually live by it. Is that what you're saying, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> Either way, he came up with it first. And, Maybe uh, he does. Maybe that's part of the problem. You he's know, well known. He's got enemies and he's got brothers. So if you, you're with him, you're with him. If you're against him, you hate him. And, um, and rugby league does need those characters. But there's like a lot of hate getting thrown out to Nathan Cleary. But it's like, why? Like, yes, he like he's a really good player. Ever doesn't everyone player, just agree he on this? Beige, like you know, it doesn't look like he's 
getting into trouble. Oh, sorry. Except during COVID when he just couldn't stay in his well, house. <laughs> we know this. We know. Yeah, but That's like, old, old, old news. Gaff. But yeah, he old news, is, um, he just seems like he doesn't try and rile anyone up. So I don't quite understand where the hate comes from, from Nathan Cleary. Cause he just goes out there and does his job. Yeah. And then says nothing. Says nothing. So, Says yeah. nothing. He's proper Head beige. <laughs> proper beige. Yeah. Yeah. He's just not even vanilla. <laughs> uh, but I think um for me, way too classy. Um, yeah, as I said, a combination of injuries and the um the fact that the our cattle was just too good for their cattle and it led to a good score line. Australia by 20 in the end, I think, was deserved, you know. Latrell going over right there at the death, albeit it absolutely screwed yeah. my bets. Um, Because <laughs> I, I had Australia by exactly 16. I'd smashed it. 16 is the the number that wow. I go up. I think the team is going to win, you know, pretty well, but they're not going to completely put them away. You know, 16 is close enough, but you, you, um, you'll too good at 16 points and it was that to the 79th minute jake and then latrell bumps yeah. him off at the end and scores in the 80th too <laughs> good and then nathan cleary misses a kick again i'll tell you what yeah Mr. maybe that's why there's hate on him is it because he's missing his kicks it wasn't <laughs> oh, his fault my multi um you know why it wasn't his fault can i can i can, I, yeah, can we talk about in. this yeah please um and this is going to be a huge topic here we go the the field, <laughs> the, that field and the field in general. I mean, maybe he's been missing kicks like all all tournament, so maybe this isn't the answer. He has but been missing that, kicks. Well. That field they were playing on uh, at uh, in Manchester. Yeah, it was, that was rubbish, terrible. Like that's where you chose to have the final. Why? Like because it's why old in the mate. world. Because it's oh. Old Trafford. It's steeped yeah, in Trafford. history. Uh, it is Man United's home ground. It is, you know, everything that mm. English football stands for. So they love having things at uh, Old Trafford. And it was no surprise they did have it there. But it's just not built for rugby league. They don't give a shit about <laughs> our sport. <laughs> they were hey. happy to host it, but they yeah. weren't happy to modify anything they did around it because there's only it so definitely far. didn't. So, because tomorrow... You can still we- see the soccer pitch pretty much on there and i say soccer just so it doesn't get confusing yeah i know uh and i know and, and to me that's just disgraceful like uh, a professional organization should be able to cover up lines and recreate another field the mm. suncorp stadium does it you know once every week the amount of times that they've had to turn around games from a, a soccer pitch to a union game or a rugby league game the very next day, and they just paint those lines and they get it sorted. I think it was atrocious. Mm. I just don't think it's a professional look. And for a um, a sport that would be flush with cash, maybe maybe yeah. Old Trafford is in itself, but certainly um, f- football in England has plenty of it, and they weren't willing to spend it on rubbing out a few lines. Yeah, in the final of the World Cup, disgraceful. I saw, saw I saw plenty better pitches, fields, um, throughout the series and um, throughout the cup. 
and then they ended up there and the way that it recessed and it went down into like a a gully or like a trough on the sides that's the design well yeah i mean it it probably works well for for um for soccer well there (laughs) um, there is a camber there's a natural camber in most grounds you know like if you go and sit on the um that is just, that is a drop though, and we, it's a drop, <laughs> it's a drop. It's and we saw players <laughs> sliding and going straight down. They didn't really have. They're like, oh, if I'm sliding, I'm going down, and, and hey, it happened towards the end. It like it's the dangerous. last try. It was yeah. dangerous. They, and even like the field itself, it was obviously you have a really short in goal, but then there wasn't even like grass for for half of it. <laughs> they just like sprayed it green. That's the no, part. For they me did. is the most they, disgusting they part. That they can't get even the full pitch, like that they can't even gr- create yeah. an extra in goal there, or you know have that sorted it with enough time to be able to run a grand final of a World Cup. Shows how you know small pickings we are in terms mm-hmm. of the international stage. That that's what we had to deal with. You know, we honestly clearly didn't have enough clout to go. This is not good enough. <laughs> you know, like they can't like, play on this. We, we could have done more. What if could, one of one of our players stands in between where the, the artificial turf is and the real grass is and breaks his ankle? You know, who's paying for that insurance? You know, we're not going to frigging pay for it. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think it, I definitely think it's problematic. I didn't like seeing it. I know I was like a couple of weeks ago, I was laughing about like the the size of the ingo and saying, oh, make it harder for them somehow. Well, yeah, I think yeah. that's as hard as it can be. And we yeah. bloody one and stick it up everyone else in, in case we hadn't said that yet. <laughs> I do think that um, it helped them that our team was so classy. You know, there wasn't any of these mm-hmm. moments where it was someone pushing someone to the nth degree where, you know, they're willing that's to right. die yeah. to stop a try and or, or willing to die to score it. There didn't need to be any of those moments because we always had that breathing space. But that's if one true. of those moments happen, that is when it really could have been disaster. You know, someone coming across and crunches someone into an advertising board or um, grab mm-hmm. someone who's trying to put the ball down and, and just get it down before the dead ball line gets tackled into that cliff that right, they yeah. into the field. Yeah, a yep. lot of things could have happened there, but uh, we were just too classy. Well, yeah, I guess if England had been there. Gone through, Jake. Oh, it always shines through. It is the power of the green and gold. Very true. Yeah. It's, um, I almost finished you off then, but I'm not going to finish you off there. You know, like we, 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 uh, could have done really well if we had have had that depth of that field. I tell you, we could have put a hundred points on him. Now a level of skill. Yeah, I agree. I agree. There was um like like Greg remember the Greg English try from Yeah, I do. Yeah. And he scores that from outside of of the lines, so it wouldn't have been possible. So yeah, anyway. I was going to say there wasn't any sort of amazing uh moments where you are just like oh that was just incredible, you know, uh, nothing like the Josh Adokar that we saw in the in the tournament. Sorry, Josh Adokar try that we saw in the tournament. But yeah. Again, I think that um Nathan Cleary showed why he is the number one halfback, you know, to steer around a team 
with that many captains can't be easy. So, and to do it at such a young age, I think it obviously helps having a really dominant play caller there in Cameron Munster. And I'm pretty sure they would have shared up those responsibilities, but I do think that um, he showed that he really does belong in that seven jumper. And he's probably going to be there now for gosh, a decade. A long time. There's something, something crazy would have to happen. It really would. Well, that, you know, that or just a minor injury and he's out, but he does look like he's going to be the (laughs) crazy halfback. (laughs) for a really long time to be doing this at such a young age and to be commanding a team with this much star power, but really commanding talent, you know, the captains at their respective clubs and also revered people and characters at their respective clubs as well in James Tedesco, Latrell Mitchell, Cameron Murray, Jake Travojevic, um, Cameron Munster, you know, all these players, mm-hmm. Ben Hunt, you can throw him in that mold as well. They are looked up to as leaders and really strong players. And he leads that side around, you know, so that's a, a credit to him as a, as a young fellow to be able to do that. I reckon. Couldn't agree more. Hey mate, last but not least on this topic, we, uh, we kind of skated over uh, Teddy putting his foot out in the opening minutes of the game. <laughs> yeah, we did, actually. That was a, a <laughs> bit of a mistake, and it was a footnote to what was an um, underwhelming game from Samoa. I would have loved to know what happens from that moment, you know? Do they mm-hmm. do they put the points on the board first, and, and does it look like a different game? Who knows? The rest is um, fish and chip paper, but... You can see in a it would world have been carnage with that field. <laughs> we didn't want it close. It would have been broken limbs. I genuinely believe that. Um, but yeah, you, you can't um, you can't underestimate what early points could do to a belief of a side, you know. And yeah, true. Plays with pure passion and then has the belief, then you you never know where they can end up. But we yeah. would just. So good in that opening stanza, I thought. Everything we did, we did it. As, as Australia had to to play on, you know, like they just had to play the whistle. It's the ref's fault. So, you know. You yeah, get, exactly. They got the rub of the green. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and James Tedesco <laughs> goes without saying, but he is. He looked great, didn't he? Just yeah. definitely the greatest fullback that we have at the moment. So he's 100% the... um the captain and the fullback of any side for me that he's part of. But I just think that to be doing it at this sort of late stage in his career for what he's already done, he is just showing to me that he could still be hanging around for another five years, you know, much like the Billy Slater's did where it seemed Mm -hmm. like, does this guy ever look like he could retire? You know, he was, forever young and he just didn't ever seem like his form dipped and the same goes with Teddy. I can't understand. Like I understand you've got great players over there at the Roosters. I can't understand why they would even consider not having James Tedesco as their fullback and captain. If James Tedesco is at your club, he's your fullback and captain. And it's not even a question for me. It's such a ridiculous notion to be pushing him out of there 
to put a young kid in there that could break his leg tomorrow and be nothing like a James Tedesco. So Mm. you're displacing uh, someone who should be just revered in your club, um, not only the game. So I really think um, it's crazy talk to be saying that Joey Manu goes there or Joseph Sawali goes there. I think that James Tedesco is your your fullback for, for as long as he wants to be. Exactly right. He's part of the squad that ended up winning. So maybe if uh, those other guys had have had the, you know, incredible matches and absolutely thrashed Australia, then yeah, you'd be going, okay, well perhaps, but didn't happen because that's not the reality we live in. And James Tedesco is fantastic. He's a great player. He was super solid. All our players were, probably except for Angus Crichton. <laughs> and <laughs> he's strong. Yeah, he's strong. He's strong. Keep his elbows down. Uh... <laughs> elbows down. All the forwards. Elbows down. And that's it. That's a wrap. That's a wrap for uh, footy, I guess. For, yeah, that's for a, a wrap for footy. Anyway, thanks, Couchies. Uh, you'll be hearing from us <laughs> next year, I suppose. <laughs> That's it. Tie this one down. We just raw dog that. Yeah. Um, I know, of course, we'll come up with something. I mean, we'll probably we'll have a break. We've got plenty to probably talk have about. A break. But it's this this episode goes on. <laughs> let's, uh, let's rip into some Broncos chat. Why not? The mighty Broncos, the mighty Broncos, it's time for Broncos chat. Da, 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 da. It's time for Broncos chat. Woo. Woo. <laughs> Just a little woo because, you know, obviously. Not much happening. Long, long, long way from any football getting played. And exactly. and it's quite late too. It's 9.30 where I am. I mean, it is that late for you? Not only you late are. Late for you? some. Yeah. It's a late night recording. Yeah. Up late with Jake and Greg. That's we right. are still talking about this the same where stuff. the podcast goes really not changed. off rails. <laughs> it's not changed, and we are in the middle of Broncos chat where we often yes, go off no. the rails for a bit. Uh, I only wanted to chat about two things really. Fleg wanting to stay. I, I, I've heard that uh, just dropped today. And yep, Tom Fleg. It's what I've been saying for so long, and I'm I'm so glad that people are starting to listen. Why don't you want to hang around and win a premiership? Like, yep. what do these players want to do? You know, surely the, your end goal is to win a premiership with your club. Don't mm. go through the hard times and see the light at the end of the tunnel and jump off. Keep exactly. riding the train. Yeah, especially all these guys that have been with the Bronx for so long because, yeah. like, all that shit went down. They got rid of everybody. They sacked every single – every person that could be sacked got sacked, and then they brought in – Bloody Kevy Walters as as the captain. I mean, so as coach, captain coach, Kevolution. So, you know, him, like all this stuff going on around you and you're a player and you're not getting shown the door, you're getting told we want to keep you around. Right. That's That's got to be, you know, like that's got to be showing you something that you were one of the good things about the Broncos when we, we came last place, you know? Exactly. And I do like, you know, I, I heard him say about the fact that he's been there since he was 15. So one, there's that connection there and he's played his juniors there. And there's the element of wanting to give back to the club as well. And that is super appreciated, you know, as a club and as a supporter, you sort of sit back and 
I understand that it's become a business. So there is no such thing as loyalty in rugby league anymore, but you as a fan, a a pouring your heart and soul into being loyal and to hear that come back in any way from a player, I really rate. So I loved hearing that from Flegg today. Yeah. What a bloody legend. Hey, I got a, uh, I got a official Broncos supporters hat the other day. Nice. And I'm just trying to put it on while I'm podcasting, but my, my headphones are in the way saying, oh, let me just put it on. I've just recently signed back up as a member. Feel that, feel that dead air. <laughs> and there we go. It's on. It's on. And I already feel, I really feel way better to talk about the Broncos. Um, Cody, Cody Hetherington. Also, I want to stay and play for the Broncos. Kobe. Kobe. Sorry, I wrote, I wrote Cody down for some reason. And I was reading my writing, but yes, Kobe. Yep. I like that name. Me too. Me too. What a like Kobe, yeah. Man, Kobe yeah. was. Uh, Kobe Hetherington staying is great for us. Another, I was going to say depth player, but it's really not fair. Like he's just shown himself to be such a strong forward and a versatile forward who can play at lock and in the second row. So I really, mm. um, I rate Kobe, Kobe Hetherington. I think he's such a good hitter. Where you need someone like that, you know, like big um, sack of potatoes, tons of Carol, who would just hit that hard <laughs> sometimes. Oh, it would just Carol. knock him in the next week. And when you don't have the ball to, to have someone that can cause hurt and cause the opposition to go back the other way, that is such a treasure. And he can absolutely do that. And, as long as um, as long as we can keep them all fit and on the field, I really rate our side, you know, because Kobe Hetherington is going to be a depth player. You know, he's he's probably not going to get a starting spot with you with the side that we have. So to yep. um to know that you've got a Kobe Hetherington to come off the bench is a real testament to creating a strong football side. I reckon. Yeah, and he's obviously keen to play for his spot every week, whether it be on the bench or or otherwise. Yeah, agreed. Hey, you brought up Tony Carroll just before you you mentioned him, and I cannot help but bring up that time that Tony Carroll's gigantic kneecap took out one of the refs. Oh, my God. I still see that in my head today. It was probably one of the most brutal things I've ever seen on a rugby league field, I reckon. I think we've brought this up before, but how can you not bring it up again? Fine, fair enough. <laughs> hey, look, we're episode, we're fifty-five episodes in. We're going to start repeating things. That's so sure. true. I I often say, and I try not to, like, oh, like I've said before. <laughs> I don't want to. I want to be that guy, but I've said it already. <laughs> um, speaking of that guy, uh, my favorite golfer on the planet. I know your favorite guy, Cam, Cam Smith. Smith. He Special is, guest at Broncos HQ. Yeah, I know. And I think that's probably what endeared me most to him. Like, I, I love the fact that he just looked like a an average knock-around bloke, you know, trying to match it with the best in the States. And I've followed his career from his early 20s. And I've always, you always kept hearing about Cam Smith's promise, you know, he's going to be this, he's going to be that, because he had such a good short game always working on his putting game. He never knew, sorry, he knew he wasn't going to be the biggest guy out there. So he didn't try and compete with your Brooks Kepkers and, and Tiger Woods and 
be like a strong unit or Bryson DeChambeau who can drive the ball miles. He wasn't going to be that player. So he just honed his skills in other ways. And I've just watched him come through. Now he's at the peak of his powers and um, he flicked to live golf, which saddened me, but he said he wanted to do it to be able to do things more like this. You know, I had be able to come off the PGA tour and come back home and play in his home majors. And that's what he's doing. So um, testament and credit to his character that he's just gone. I'm a man of my word. I said, if once I had the free time, I'm going to use it to to come back and, and play golf in Australia. It's great for golf in Australia. It's you know more about it than me, sir. <laughs> you the Australian the... PGAs, uh, we'll talk about it more in other sports, but the Australian PGA yeah. happen. Uh, and then the Australian Open. So he will um, he'll be looking to go back to back in those. And if he shows the form that he's shown this year, he'll do it on his ear. And going Bloody to um, going and a Broncos to Broncos cap. Take... He's going to wear a Broncos cap the whole time. Oh, mate, that would be wicked. I would absolutely love that. <laughs> and I'm sure that would be allowed because there's not um, there's not too many rules around live golf. So unless he's just tied to a brand where he's like, every time I play golf, I've got to wear a restriction hat or or whatever a Titleist hat. Then um, I'd love to see probably him right though going around in a Broncos cap. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Maybe he wears it when he's not playing. He and I does. hope he spoke to the team. You know, there's a, there's a lot of um, mindset training that goes into golf to keep yourself up for four days and to do it against mm. the very best. You know, he's done it now in majors. He won the PGA um, Tour Championship this year, which is golf's fifth major that um isn't an actual major and then won the clara jug and um wins his first major i just think he could have gone on to so many more and i hope in one way that the pga mm. actually do let live golf players play majors but in another way once that happens pga is dead you know effectively if you can go next door and play for way more money and still get to play majors, why would you not do that? That's that would be uh, pretty, it's pretty obvious. You, you take the money, right? And the money, you Especially take the in a sport where you're all on your own. It's not like you're letting your other team players down. That's you're very true. It's, it's everyone's enemy. There yeah. are no brothers. There's no brothers on the field. No, it's just every, everyone's and enemies. <laughs> There are so, brothers. There's brothers and there's enemies. You've got your caddy and you've got <laughs> enemies. Um, this was Broncos chat, but it, it became Greg loves golf. Greg loves Cam Smith, but Cam Smith <laughs> is a Broncos huge, huge Broncos, Broncos fan. fan. And, um, and that was pretty cool for him to drop. Uh, we um we, we were there. Him, so shout out Cam Smith. Hope you're listening. <laughs> And I shout out to all you Broncos fans. Thanks for listening to Broncos chat. Yeah, and look, you know, maybe I always want to do Broncos chat every week, but I think we're going to have to come up with weekly subjects for Broncos chat. So that will be um, something to look forward to. That's homework for you. That's homework for me. And once again, it's time for other sports. Over to you, Greg. I actually thought that's what we were doing last segment. It was last segment not other sports? Oh my god! It felt like it. Maybe you just grab that and chuck it in here. 
I definitely will just drop that here. Yeah, so the uh, Australian PGA <laughs> and the Australian Open of golf is coming up, and it's probably the greatest lineup we've had in the last five years, at least, to have effectively the world no- world number one golfer in Cam Smith. He is not currently the world's number one golfer because he did not get the ranking points that Rory has got, but. I think he's the best golfer in the world right he's now. He's really good. <laughs> we've got Mark Leishman. We've win. got Adam Scott. Um, the Hogard brothers, they're playing as well. So right. there's some international talent mixed with some homegrown absolute superstardom. And it's going to be an exciting um, couple of weeks of golf. Australian PGA is this week when this episode drops uh it'll be about to start so or just starting so get into it and love it speaking of loving it the Mm -hmm. um, cricket is on at the moment and we're just absolutely blitzing the palms (laughs) i won't do anything other than just leave that there because it's a three-game series, <laughs> one thing, one day international games. They really yeah. don't mean too much. There is a World Cup next year for one day international, so that's really the only significance. But we are absolutely true. flogging the crap out of the palms right now. <laughs> we, well, fantastic to hear. We won the first two games, and um, we're playing the third one today. When I flicked it over, we were... None for 240 or something into the 37th over or 35th over. We were absolutely mm. flogging them. Um, Travis Head made 150. David Warner made a 50. There are openers. So the rest didn't really need to make too much. 350 is going to be enough. And we're absolutely going to win that 3-0. So suck shit, your palms. You thought you got a cricket. You're actually not. <laughs> Speaking of something the Palms no. are actually good at, the Soccer World Cup. What's... I don't know if you know this, Jay. Yes. It's a pretty big I, deal. I, I do notice uh, the FIFA World Cup. Uh, I, I certainly did notice it was on. Uh, don't you worry. I've got several workmates around me that live and breathe it. Oh, right. Yeah, well, it's going to be... And England's, like, in good form, too. Uh, Absolutely. Like, they're looking great. They're, like, yeah, favourites It's much. coming on. It's coming <laughs> on. <laughs> so it's coming on. I can't, um, I can't wait to see their little hearts crushed again. I, <laughs> I go, any other team wins, and that'll be fun to watch. But I actually really rate the, the Poms' chances this year. I've... um. I've been yeah. saying it to a mate at work. There's uh, plenty of buzz now. about it. There's plenty in the news about it. The um, there's lots in the news. There's there's human rights abuse. And yeah, it's atrocious. The human, uh, in the background of this, you know, the human rights abuse. We should just yeah acknowledge from the very top. We are not blind to any of this, and we're not um trying to make light of the ridiculous plight that so many people find themselves in those kind of countries but the um like they built all these um like everything had to be built from scratch essentially the, the facilities for this world that cup. Built around it jacob are ridiculous like you're oh, talking but for, sure. for like a two or three week competition they probably spent in the realms of 100 billion 300 billion for it like 
It's ridiculous kind of money. They had to build entire wow. stadiums that were completely air conditioned. There's been uh, reports mm. of people having to but take jumpers to go to the football in these countries that are just blistering hot outside, but they've got the aircon cranked up that much. It's um, it's not built mm. to play sport. You're spot on. Three hundred twenty billion. Is that right? That's ridiculous money. For something that lasts yeah, for such yep. a small that, time. And that's being converted for, a, yeah, that's Aussie dollars. So, nice. you know, the US only got the bill of, um, well, they didn't pay for it, but in, a, in <laughs> US dollars, uh, why am I saying this? 22, <laughs> $220 billion. <laughs> oh, my God. That was terribly <laughs> delivered. It's, I have the information. I'm trying to give it to people, and it's, like, <laughs> pathetic. <laughs> anyway. Oh, yeah. Greg was right. I'm not trying to, yeah, I'm not trying to put all those human rights issues aside. You know, that that oh, is yes, part not. of that as yeah. well. You know, they're spending all this money. I'm I'm positive there's um there's plenty of underprivileged mm. people in that country that could have de- done with some of that money. I'm sure that they've got the most millionaires or billionaires per capita. So um plenty of money to go around. I'm not saying that, but some of the um ridiculous ideals that they hold and then just right it doesn't just stop with oh we've you know we've killed all these these workers have all died yeah during making all of this happen for you let's just brush that aside and let's not forget we're pretty much fascists we basically don't like (laughs) you know like we're different at all you you are a male and middle-aged preferably or older and that's it. That's as far as mm. we're going with our scope. Um, it's embarrassing right, yeah. to hold those kind of beliefs when um, we're trying to progress through the world, you know. And I the whole know... world is watching. It's the World Cup. Exactly. Everyone's and they, watching they front and centre. Been... And FIFA's like, this is this is this is fine. But they're saying it's it was um it's it was a mistake, yeah. Yeah, but surely they have bought this to showcase that they are bigots. You know, we 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 accept everyone. I heard this rhetoric through the t- entire lead up that everyone will be safe in Qatar. We we uh, embrace everyone. We respect everyone. Uh, we may not hold those beliefs, but we still encourage people of any um, background or belief to come and and support our World Cup. And then as soon as we get there, it's like, oh, no, but you can't protest. You can't wear that armband. You can't yeah. do this. You can't drink. You can't actually hold any of those beliefs when you're here, but you can bring them here. <laughs> just just leave them at the door. Mm. I think they, they, get, they got to modify the armband, but it's pretty much now just says Qatar rules, I think. And then FIFA basically just allowing this to happen, you know, by um, saying to players that anyone with the protest with those armbands, that they will be given a yellow card. So effectively, you know, too many of those build up if the entire team does it and they all get yellow cards and it ends up impacting on say English um, chances to win the world cup, then there's too much riding on that for them to take that chance. And it's such a, a hard thing that they've had to make that choice between what they truly believe in and still competing. Yeah. It's pretty sad. 
Yeah, and FIFA's it's, made it's that. It's the happen. World Cup. Made that they have. Yeah, it's their fault. Yeah, and and you know these players have gotten to a World Cup and they're not going to leave because of this. And like you said, it's good. It's going. It's going to be going against a lot of players' values. Certainly, the players that have just stood up in the nations that have stood up against it. Yeah, but they're all there and they're playing. I wonder if a team just goes off the rails and just starts protesting. It's like, well, we're losing and we're really against everything. So no, you know what? We're going to make some noise about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hope they don't make too much noise because, yeah, they, someone, could, someone could get shot up in that place. Someone's, yeah, for sure. Those guys are all, all about corporal punishment. So I would be trying to keep my mouth shut until I got out of there and then I'd be shouting to the frigging hills. <laughs> But anyway, it's happening. That's um, probably what will happen. We'll have a big aftermath, much like the the Russian um, Olympics. I feel like Winter Olympics was. Yeah. Yes, there'll be there'll be um there'll be an aftermath for sure. You would you would think that uh, a country that's willing to spend three hundred and twenty billion on a World Cup would spend a few more dollars on training their team to be a bit better though. <laughs> they they lost the opener <laughs> and that is the first well time played. a team has lost the opener. And I think about eight attempts, I'm pretty sure around 30 years. So or 32 that is. So um, mm-hmm. sad way for them to start the tournament. Ecuador beat Qatar. Uh, English fans are screaming. It's coming home. Cause they, um, they fought yeah, yeah. their opponent 6-2. Um, Gareth Bale. And it's collected points through the whole tournament, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, they'll be in their pools. <laughs> this is much like our scenario. You know, top your pool and um, then you move on to the next stage. And points for and against will definitely be helpful in the end. So the nice. um, the more you can win by the bears, as per usual, uh, I'm not sure what my accent is, but yeah, it's happening and you'll hear <laughs> about it. it. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> the NFL <laughs> is definitely my favorite sport this time of year and I'm absolutely loving it. There was a, um, an, another couple of good games on the weekend that the Denver Broncos lost again in extra time. It was a horrendous play to end the game. The route Devontae Adams run. Devontae Adams is the guy I was talking about last week who's, who's left from mm. Green Bay and, and gone to Las Vegas Raiders. And Green Bay still have no idea how to replace him. I think they lost Oh, and the Raiders beat the Broncos. The Raiders beat the Broncos. And the last play of the game was dead set just a guy running to the left, bouncing out to the right. And in extra time, he's standing there unguarded by himself, catches a touchdown that wins the game. It was heartbreaking, not only because we lost another one in extra time, but just mainly mm. because of the effortless play it was. It just didn't look like it was that difficult. And we um we definitely have a, a strong side in terms of defense, but we've given away a bit when we got rid of Bradley Chubb and Unfortunately, it seems like we've lost a bit of the steel too, which is sad. So we go down another tight one again. Uh, more notable games. San Francisco got up again, and and they um they look like they could be a title contender. Buffalo Bills got back in the winner's circle, uh, which was important for them. They had to move that game because basically everyone that was uh, in Buffalo was snowed in. There was a significant right. snowstorm 
I think I might have shared with you the photo, Jake. If you guys haven't seen it, uh, look back on the um, Buffalo Bills home ground and what they were supposed to play in this week. It was just chockers full of snow. And the the conditions that they have to deal with at this time of year are just sometimes so bad. They actually had to move this game. Uh, a couple of the other big dogs in uh, Tampa Oh, I'm Bay. just checking it out now, mate. Everyone check Hold it on, out. isn't it? A couple of the other big dogs in yeah, um, yeah, that's that's in, that's incredible. It's a winter wonderland, <laughs> and sometimes they play in that. <laughs> anyway, continue on. Uh, Tampa Bay, yeah, right. they they had a bye, um, so they'll um take up hostilities again next week, and um, and the Vikings lost for the first time in a while. So yeah, it's still all happening. Just flick it on and, it and look at a game on. and tell me you don't like it. If you don't like it, stop watching. <laughs> it seems like there's only a couple of weeks left. Would I be right by saying that? Mate, it's such a short season. It's um 11 Week games 12 on, coming and up. it's only 17 games. Yep. It's crazy. Mm. So good time to hook in, really. We are exhausted of uh, NRL. It's We're tapped out. We had a World Cup. We're very lucky, but we've completely tapped out. So, yeah. There is absolutely no rugby league to go. So, feel free (laughs) to pick up the NFL. The back half of the season is where it really gets interesting and certainly seems like this year, beyond any other year, is, um, is anyone's game. Absolutely anyone could win it. Dallas, I, I should have mentioned, Dallas is the one that beat the Vikes. They smashed them by 40 to 3. So I thought the, you were going to bring that up. Yeah, 40 to 3. Yeah, Huge. it was a massive, massive score for a team in the Viking, Minnesota Vikings that have been doing quite well. Uh, yeah. Dallas put up a, a massive score. And um, with Dak Prescott at the back, They've got C.D. Lamb as one of their wide receivers, who's a, a great talent, and Zeke Elliott. If he can stay fit, you never know. The The offensive line for the Cowboys is excellent. So they could do some damage if they um give themselves a chance. It could be absolutely anyone's, Jake. I'm excited. But you know what? It's not going to be the Denver <laughs> Broncos, sadly. The NBA is much like the NFL. It's all over the place. It's up, it's down, it's sideways. But Lakers still losing? The Lakers <laughs> have uh, been in the winner's circle just recently. Uh, they've they've won a few. Anthony Davis uh, put up some big numbers there for the Lakers, and he has been the real reason for their resurgence. I just want to know if I should wear my Lakers jumper because yeah, I got a Lakers jumper for a work Put it back thing. on. They've had a couple of winners. Yeah. And they've had, had a, a win. Games, yeah. so put, put and I actually got asked, it was like, oh, you're a Lakers fan. I was like, oh, no, it's, you know, to be honest, I it's kind of an, one of my, it's my ironic T-shirt, you know, like I don't wear, don't usually Damn. wear bands that I don't know, but this is my ironic thing. And he's like, oh, yeah, no dramas. But next time I might be like, you know, oh, who's your favorite player? <laughs> None of them. <laughs> does, <laughs> does it suck? Does it have a number on it? <laughs> little is kid it a Kobe jersey? Can you, no, can you? it's just a jumper. Oh, right. Like official merchandise. Got it. Yeah. 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 If it, if it was a jersey, I'd be like, that. it's that player on the back, mate. You idiot. Why would you ask me that? <laughs> it's a <the> player. <laughs> 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 
Oh. Anyway, whatevs. Um, no, it's yeah, it's nice. It's good, well made, good quality. They've got good merch. But um, Rebel Sport. The NBA is <laughs> is a pretty difficult one to keep your finger on. There is a lot of games happening all the time. We'll probably have to bring in an expert like uh like Brycey for that's a great idea. Rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fantastic idea. Let's do that. All right, we will. I, the only thing left is um women's AFL this weekend, Brisbane Lions girls. I think they're taking on the demons. I don't care who they're taking on, they're gonna win. So get your money down. Put money down on it. <laughs> Is that comp start? No, they're finishing up. It's their grand final this weekend. Huh. Bizarre, isn't it? Oh, wow. Timing. I think COVID. Weird. We'll okay. blame COVID. Well, fair enough. They'll, they'll get their, their moment with no one else will have anything else to go to. No, there'll be nothing else to watch there'll this be, weekend. There'll be people everywhere. <laughs> uh, Fantastic. Well, thank you, Greg. That was a, there's a lot of other sports going on outside the world of rugby league. Apparently heaps. It is the off season. <laughs> so be it. Distractions, distractions, commitments, scoopy dooby 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 doo. All right, and distractions, distractions, distractions galore. Can I, can I straight up up top acknowledge our uh, our lost, our fallen Power Ranger? Yeah, absolutely. Please do, because it's a sad way to go. Anyone that's that young uh, taking their life is just horribly sad. You know, the demons have been too much there. I haven't looked too much into it. Yeah, he he, he did. He, he did take his own life. It was, it's incredibly sad to hear that is how 49, it went said. down. Um, 49, yeah, 49. Yes, so obviously I wanted to just didn't want to. Wanted to be young forever, perhaps. No, I'd say there was, like you're saying, deeper, deeper issues. Really shame to hear. Um, Jason David Frank was the man's name. Uh, three, three first names, much like myself. Yeah. So there are good versions of us out there, guys. <laughs> and he, of you. course, played Tommy Oliver, like the Green Ranger. Uh, then became the White Ranger, of course. And he was honestly you, my favorite. No more. Green he Ranger. actually played multiple Rangers. He's been in the show multiple oh, times. He's always been a callback. He comes back. Yeah. He comes back for, for big reunion episodes where they need like, we need a hundred Rangers. It's like, well, Tommy's there for sure. So yeah, he, he's, he's always come back. He's, he's was that guy that I watched as a little kid, you know, and he was just Mate. kicking ass and he was with Kimberly. So, I mean, if you was... had the pink Ranger as your girlfriend, things are pretty good for you. Strongest <laughs> memory as a kid watching <laughs> uh, Power Rangers and the green Power Ranger that turned to the white was a hundred percent my favorite. I had a green Power mm, Ranger yes. and then I got a white cause I just loved him so much. And as you say, was dating the pink power ranger you know that was just the dream as a kid so um yep. yeah really sad to just lose another another person in that fashion we've got to talk guys I yeah yeah i've had it too many blokes yes, taking their lives it. they said um i heard a stat on the radio there just 
the other day, it was 2,357, I think. It could, could be wrong with the number, but I'm close. It was 2,000-something-ish uh, men had taken their lives just this year. You know, like, if that's COVID, we are having a lockdown, man. Like, these are some significant numbers, mm -hmm. and it should be sending alarm bells and something that we should be talking about more. There's um, too many people... Uh, being lost to super uh, to suicide and it's just really super sad. Yeah, exactly right. Well, obviously we had Paul Green go in the NRL circle. Yeah, and you know, Jason David Frank is Tommy Oliver, Green Ranger, yeah. is um he was a big big you know big character in that in that scene I guess maybe in that you know the Comic Con scene or the cosplay scene or yeah the, right. You know, he was doing um, crowdfunded Power Rangers movies. Like he wow. would have, he would have touched so many people, mm. um, so many people's lives throughout over the years. And now they're all like, "Oh wow, there's this issue of of suicide that is just for characters that we never thought would have would have got you know done this." So mm -hmm. yeah, it's just you know huge eye opener for for everybody. But yeah, now affecting this this, this particular group. Yeah, and sadly, that's a common theme, isn't it? It's like uh, we didn't see it coming, you know, and I think that that is something you hear all too often. So the only way you stop that is to talk. You know, if you're, you're really struggling, talk to someone because there's always an ear. There's always someone close to you. Have a chat. Tell them you need help. straight yep and um you know uh on a lighter note um i yeah i love my power rangers it's a heaps of fun it's super dorky obviously grew up watching it as a kid and for some reason you know i never grew up <laughs> and why would i oh yeah exactly growing up's for chumps mate growing up's for anyone else than peter pan and we are peter pan all right, that's probably is. Did you hear that? Go Green Ranger, go. I didn't hear that, no. Really? It didn't come through. No. I was like playing it in front of the microphone. No. Maybe you'll hear it playing back. <laughs> Whatever. I was playing a bit of Go Green Ranger. <laughs> Remember when they used to play that when he was just kicking us? And then I guess when he went to White Ranger, they just changed it to White Ranger. <laughs> anyway. Uh, love the stuff. I, I went back and watched. Um, so this is my distractions. Here you go. I watched um, Power Rangers the movie because oh, yeah. yeah, was it was like I have to go back and watch that. Yeah, and I was like, yep, I'm all over it. Boom, and, and um, yeah, I mean they shot it in Sydney in case you didn't know. Um, so and I, didn't know. I probably have brought this up before. I feel like <laughs> enough. Yeah. Yeah, shot in Sydney. Um, you can see plenty of landmarks. So they skate around Sydney Harbour. They skydive into, let's say, Hyde Park, a park in the city. Um, Centre Point Tower is always there. At the end, actually, the the villain Ivan Ooze like rips off the Centre Point Tower to use as like a a hitting device or a sword to match their sword. Do they even have a sword? <laughs> anyway, they should have a sword, but they didn't. Um, yeah, no, it's it's you know. It's full of its quirks and um, Kimberly is there just for like lip service, uh, essentially. Like she's, she's like the pun girl, like anything that comes out of her mouth is purely pun or 
gross or ew or you know like have a nice trip see you next fall like things like that like that's <laughs> at all she just got called into the studio all right we're gonna do all your lines in and a pretty day. much all just one-liners yeah <laughs> adr the shit out of this because they would have to because they've got helmets on so they'd be doing plenty of after um auto, whatever called automatic dub recording whatever the fuck it's called but anyway um dialogue recording that's not what it stands for doesn't matter what the point is i watched it it's silly it was fun some really bad um cgi at the end horrible i do remember remember at the time i do remember yeah the amount of cgi in that was pretty hard to take yeah (laughs) i tell you what wasn't hard to take was that uh the old seer the uh the the xena warrior like princess character that like guides them through the 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 other land they go to, the other planet they go to. Mm-mm. You're losing me. Yeah, well, as fun. a kid, you wouldn't remember it, but if you were a dad taking your kid to see that, that would be the only thing you remember about oh, it. Oh, yeah, right. Good on you. Yeah, yeah. yeah it nice. was like, you know, a product of its time. <laughs> Thanks for that. Thanks for, Thanks that, for that, Tick. Okay, look that up. Anyway, um, but, you yeah, know, thank you, um, Jason, David, Frank, um, Tommy Oliver. You'll live on because they live, they do in the comics. They've got comics, right? And Tommy Oliver and all the others, they're still characters in, in the comics. So these guys, then their likeness, it's essentially them. So he ain't going nowhere. This guy's going to live forever. And maybe that was it. Maybe that's part of it. He's like, well, I'm going to live forever anyway. So if I'm super depressed and not feeling it, I know that I've got this huge legacy. I don't know. So, I don't know. I can't comprehend it. Can't no, comprehend it. No. I've spoken enough. Um, RIP Green Ranger. Greg's distractions. Over to you, Greg. On a late night at Couch Commentator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The late night antics continue over here as well because we currently have a divide in the house. The uh, the house is literally divided by a floor that we can't cross because I've fl- finally mm. got my floors done, Jake. This is they, the- uh, you showed me. They look immaculate, incredible. This is this what man has got the most shiniest, beautiful, thing. polished floors you've ever seen. The dishwasher exploded. Oh, okay, right. Flooding yeah. the kitchen floor and that crappy mm-hmm. laminate masonite tile that had to be torn up is the yep. reason that we actually had to um, start the reno in the first place or made us think about it because they were like, well, we'll just replace this floor. And I'm like, I don't want you to replace it with a shitty little laminate. I want to freaking do a full kitchen. And they were like, okay, we'll just pay out. And I was like, hooray. Renos. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait for renos to be over. <laughs> but look, <laughs> yeah. Finally, got to this moment where we've had this floor repaired. Um, Jason Little is his name. Floors Mm -hmm. are us. And a mate, i got to say. They certainly are. This guy is incredible. Like, he's the roughest bloke. He's just like, yep, anyway, getting this done, no time. Smashes it out. (laughs) Says he was going to be there 7 o'clock. Monday morning, no shitting you. He was there at 
6.59, I reckon. <laughs> now, pulling up five <laughs> minutes early. He was in the house by 6.59, and by 7 o'clock, that hammer That's was good. hitting the deck and smashing in nails. He was um wow. making noise nice and early, and the floors just look incredible, but the stench is oh, so powerful. We've it's closed good. up all the other rooms of the house, uh, mm. and the, the smell is just you, – you still smell it coming up through the – through the door it is um quite powerful and we'll be stuck with it for a while too because you can't even get on them so he's done a, a coat on monday a coat today he's got a coat tomorrow we can't go on them until thursday after lunch so can't wait to walk on my floor but right now they look bloody beautiful yeah nice is that the floor that's in the kitchen too? So like, how are you all getting around all of that? Goes all the way from the kitchen now through the dining room and into the lounge room. It looks so beautiful. Yeah, but you can't walk on any of that. You can't walk on any of it. And literally out of a kitchen for those entire four days, we went out for dinner over at my sister's place. Thank you, Samantha and John. Not only is John doing all the electrical for us, I've got my sister making sure we are well fed. <laughs> we went That's over there great. for dinner so that um, we didn't have to have take takeaway again. We went to sushi train yesterday and uh, walked down to our local sushi train. That's fun with kids because kids absolutely yeah. love that shit. They love watching the train go around. Just the it's fact that it goes around. Yeah. Fun. The, it's like cool. You you look at that. I'm going to eat all this. The sushi train itself has that has got ten plates from an enormous <laughs> place to this tiny little room, and they've got way less booth. Oh, okay. The sushi train is basically a, a third of what it was, maybe not even. Yeah. And it seems mm, quite times tough. That's the decision they've made, <laughs> but um, Gensel yeah. loved it. She got her own little train. They they serve the kids meal out on its own little train, so that was cool. She's like, can I take it home? I was like, no, darling, that stays here. So. She wasn't happy about that. But that's pretty much <laughs> my distractions, Jake. It is hard. Oh, to- I love that. That's heartwarming. But um, <laughs> but obviously that's very difficult living in only half it's the house. Because yeah, we the new It seems like it's the good half as well. <laughs> we're in the we're in the house, we're in the side <laughs> that has all the rooms and the toilet at least. And we've That's moved the fridge into there, but on the other side is where we do mm. our living. So basically had to then move the living and kitchen into the new little laundry and set up a little kitchenette in there that doesn't have a sink. So um, mm. we're still walking around to the bathroom. For I was going to say, you've got to go outside to get to there. As you well. do. You do. Yeah. And walk around the back of the house. Yeah. Yeah. It's (laughs) such a bizarre thing. Mate, making a coffee this morning was an ordeal, particularly when I forgot the milk. (laughs) And instead of just carrying my coffee cup around to the fridge, I walked to go get the milk. And then I went and poured my milk in my cup on the other side. And I went, fuck, I got to take the milk back. (laughs) Yep. Bummer. (sighs) Portable cup, mate. Why don't you take it? Maybe don't make that mistake again. Oh, oh dear. Tell you what, that's distracting enough, Jake. I won't bother you anymore. Distractions. I got new glasses. Does that oh, count? Nice. Yeah, that's a distraction. <laughs> are they are transition? They are they new in color? Oh, transition. Very new. Transition. So I'm boring, and I was just going to get like the some pretty much the uh, the same <laughs> pair of glasses I had. 
but in the transition fla- uh, sure. frames, trans- yeah. transition lenses, I should say. Yes, yes. And um, they actually like got me the wrong frames <laughs> altogether. But lucky Bailey and Nelson, I like most of their frames, and they were incredibly similar. That's that's why they made the mistake. And then you know what? I just said, well, this is bit of karma i'm happy to take this not not bad karma but like i think this is good i like it and i'll, I'll, I'll stick with this design it looks pretty much similar it's similar to what i wear anyway did you say i'll take it for free then there. i didn't I'll even pick it up jackie picked it up i'll take these but i'll take them for free isn't what happened but um what comes around goes around so all these people like Ellie nelson can oil. die no just kidding um <laughs> Good optometrist. They really sorted me out with a good pair of lenses. That's Bailey for sure. Nelson, give us a subscription. <laughs> there is some shit. You gave me the wrong glasses, so maybe be cool <laughs> next time know. about it. Oh, this is a good advertisement for them or not. Ah, oh, whatever. They're sweet. They don't care. They're sweet. They're good frames. They just won't give you the right ones. <laughs> <laughs> They're really good. I do like them. Awesome. No, I like the new ones. I'm, gl- I'm glad I got something different in the end. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. You know me, I'm just like, well, this isn't what I ordered, but I'm pretty good. I mean, I'm just going to get a different pair next year or the year after that, so whatever. <laughs> and they look pretty similar to my old ones. So. The, yeah, I like the transition lenses, though. Have you had a pair of them? No, nah, I haven't had them. Now I don't have to change my glasses when I go into the sun. Mm, it is a problem for me having to carry around my glasses all the time yeah. and remembering where they are. I remember like floating this idea before and Jackie was like, they're like for old men, they're old men. That's a, that's a thing like old, old men glasses. Dorky old men do. And you now, and she got a pair as well. Oh, stop so, it. I'll tell you why. If Jack's yeah. doing it, everyone should do it. She's the coolest cat rolling around. So <laughs> exactly. They're it. back. Like good lenses, transition lenses are cool again. It would seem that way. Mm. Hers are cooler than mine. She's got like some well, of course they are. 80s, you know, those 80s um, aviator style. Oh, Not aviator. Wicked. They're kind of the circular um, ones. Look up wheels. Wheels from Degrassi High. Wheels from Degrassi High essentially has these glasses and so did every man in the 80s. And um, Jack's got them in transition. So she cool. She cool. All right. That is distractions. Make sure you look up wheels from Degrassi though. <laughs> Well, it's the end of the couch commentator. Now it's time to say, see you later. Now it's time to say, see you later. All right, see you later. I wouldn't have been able to catch that one. We wouldn't have been able to sing that together. That snuck up on me. You surprised me. It was fast. Did I? Yep. Well, you know. Sometimes Sometimes let it drag. (laughs) Thanks for another off-season catch-up, but uh, obviously plenty of good football to talk about. Next week, we promise we'll have more and a plan. (laughs) Yeah, I think if we're catching up again next week, if we're we're not thinking of having a break, then topics. Yeah, or we might have a week off. You never know. We might have a week off as well. (laughs) Do you want to hear more of this? Let us know. All right. All right, uh, please. Um, yeah, well, let us know on our uh, Instagram. Why not? If you want another episode yeah, next week, let us know on our Instagram at the Couch Commentator and check out our TikTok. There's still nothing on there on that though, so I say that, but there's nothing on there. Anyway, you can be friends with us uh, on TikTok if you like, <laughs> and also subscribe to our podcast because 
That's awesome. You should actually, you know what? Instead of subscribe to our podcast, because you probably already do that, tell a friend about our podcast. This is something that other podcasts do. And actually, yeah, telling a friend is the best way to spread the word. A recommendation goes a long way. And if your friend is friend, we've probably already told him, so don't worry. (laughs) That's very true. He's like, shut up. We know. And we're listening as well. Anyway, listening. (laughs) Hopefully. The Mighty Green and Gold, uh, that's it for this app. See you, Couchies. See you, Jake. Yeah, see you, Greg.